everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States. Through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories, I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. Here we are again with one of the Chats with Shauna episodes. And these are episodes where I speak with very little to no direction at all. And the reason for that is I want you to hear how I connect different ideas in English. So pay attention to these transitions. I don't necessarily have a direction, and so you will hear how I move from one topic to another. And in today's little chat, I'd like to just talk about some things that are going on in my life here in Northern California. As I mentioned in most of these Chats with Shauna episodes, I live in Northern California, uh, close to Sacramento, close to San Francisco, and in an area that's somewhat rural, right? It's not a big city, and the city is surrounded by countryside. So there are fields of uh, sunflowers, fields to grow cherries and almonds, and there are a lot of fig trees, uh, lots of agriculture. Naturally, it's a great place to have a county fair. So I went to the county fair in Woodland just last week, and it was an interesting experience. And so I want to talk about that experience with you because there's a lot of cultural aspects to it that I think are interesting to consider And also, you know, you can kind of compare and contrast maybe these sorts of aspects to the way that county fairs are run where you're from, right? So, um, but before we talk about that, I wanted to mention uh, some of the things going on also at home. My husband, as I mentioned before, is from Brazil, and he's a very passionate, passionate musician from there. So he was born and raised in Primavera, which is very close to Paraguay, but spent the past five years living in Sao Paulo, right, in the very big city, which has really a massive amount of people, just over 20 million people. Um, But he works with Sertanejo there, which is a genre of music that only really exists in Brazil. And the only way I can think about how I can explain it is that it's similar to American country music in that it's listened to very heavily in the countryside in Brazil and played at a lot of the county fairs there (laughs) and um, where the rodeos are and everything. But also it plays on the radio, even in the big cities. So he works with Sertanejo, although he likes a lot of pop music too. And he recently finished two giant projects with two Brazilian artists, uh, Luan Santana and Rafa Torres, or which we would spell Rafa, R-A-F-F-A, and then last name Torres, T-O-R-R-E-S. And these projects are going really well. So um, that's kind of a really exciting thing now in my household is kind of seeing the different news that's going on about these two big releases. And um, at the end of the podcast episode, I'll play one of the songs for you just so that you can hear what sort of production um, he does, because I think it's it's really exciting. It's, it's fun stuff. 
Um, so speaking of county fairs in Sertanejo, uh, this past week I went to the county fair in Woodland. And it's one of the only free entrance county fairs in Northern California. It might actually be the only one. And it was a great time, honestly. Like, I, every time I go to the county fair, it's a time for me to just relax, eat some trashy food, <laughs> but very good food, um, and to go on rides, to play games, and, you know, go to all the different events that they have there. You know, it's an agricultural event, so there are a lot of um, agricultural activities there, such as um, rodeos. There's um, mutton busting. <laughs> mutton busting is where kids ride sheep. Um, there are animal auctions, which are hosted by um, FFA, right? The Future Farmers of America, and which is a big group in all of the United States. Uh, but I think those auctions are very interesting. Uh, an auction is an event where people bid on a specific item. So at these animal auctions, people bid on animals. So they place bids on them. They say, hey, I want to pay, you know, I don't know how much, $500 for that cow. And then another grocery store might say, I want to pay $600 for that cow. And so you can kind of see um, these different grocery stores near me battling it out, trying to see who can get the cow who can get the pig, who can get whatever animal it is that they want to butcher and then sell in their grocery store. And so it's kind of a weird thing, I think, for the first time seeing that and watching the little kids who basically raised the animal from when it was a baby, right? So maybe a baby pig, we call a piglet, may have gotten a piglet and took care of it its entire life. The kid raised it. And then they go to these auctions and then have to sell it for meat. Um, and at first I thought, God, that's so weird. I'm, I don't know how I feel about this whole thing. But after putting some thought into it a little bit more, I thought, well, you know, actually, it's a pretty good idea to give this reality check to little kids. Because if we are eating them, we should be able to face the fact that they are a living creature. And that, you know, to have this sort of affection towards it is probably a good thing. Um, so anyway, maybe we should all have to take care of animals <laughs> before we're allowed to eat them. Yeah, maybe many people will dis disagree with that. But anyway, just an interesting idea. Um, and also I mentioned the rides. So of course, when you walk in, you see the giant Ferris wheel, right? That Ferris wheel is the circular ride that uh, takes you up in a little cart or a little on a little seat. And that gives you a view from the top of either the city or of the entire fair. And the Ferris wheels always scared me a lot, <laughs> but um, I didn't go on it this year. There's also the merry-go-round, which is also called a carousel, which is also a ride that is circular, but instead of spinning vertically, it spins horizontally right above the ground. And on it, there are animals, not real animals, <laughs> very well decorated fake animals that you sit on and that go up and down as you spin in a circle. So there's always some nice music that goes on in there. And usually little, little kids go on those ones. 
there are also some roller coasters and uh, other great rides. My favorite one is that the one that spins. I can't remember what they called it, actually. I'll have to look it up, <laughs> where people go inside and spin so fast that they get stuck to the walls. <laughs> and you look at everybody's face and it's like, it's like I imagine how everyone would look if they were in a car and stuck th- their head outside of the window and had the wind you know, smash against their face and push their face in all directions. It's, I just love that ride. So funny. My husband and I were standing outside of it and then a big group of teenagers walked out and you could, you got this gust of, you know, wind coming from inside and it just smelled like puberty. Oh, it was horrible. And I was just thinking, oh man, all these teenagers inside of it, not wearing deodorant. It's pretty, pretty nasty. Something I probably didn't realize back, back in time. Also, it's kind of funny to reflect on um, these, you know, teenagers in general, just because I remember me personally going to the fair, getting very dressed up, putting on makeup, doing my hair and going, oh, I'm going to see what boys are at the fair today, or I'm going to see, you know, maybe which boys are here from other schools. And it's really funny because Lucas, you know, I guess the same exact thing happens in Brazil, which goes to show that teenagers are the same, I think, everywhere. So I'm curious to know, did you guys do that when you were a teenager? Did you go to the fair to see and to be seen? Anyway, the other events are pretty cool, too. There's There are the different games, which are definitely overpriced, but since the event is free, it's, it all kind of evens out. So we paid $5 to, I think, throw four darts <laughs> at some balloons and won some prizes, which was pretty exciting. Um, I got a stuffed animal and my husband got a little thing that spins around his finger. And then afterwards, uh, we went to some events. So some of the events that take place at the carnival are these, you know, maybe art competitions You can walk inside a giant hall and there are the pieces of artwork or the paintings that you can see who came in first place, who came in second place, who came in third place. Some of them are really impressive, actually, to see what sorts of paintings little kids can do. You know, a 10-year-old that paints something better than I could, I mean, at this point in time. Um, And then there's a tent for arts and crafts, and you can see little kids inside of there gluing things together, painting things, um, building things, constructing things. Uh, There's a rabbit show, which is uh, kind of a place where people show off their rabbits. Um, uh, Rodeos, of course, and then the demolition derby. Right. So before we get on to the demolition derby, um, I didn't mention one thing, which is the food. (laughs) The food for me is very special when you go to the fair. Uh, For Most of the fairs I think I've been to in the United States have very unhealthy food. I think maybe this is a standard at all fairs. I don't know. You can be the judge of that. But um, in particular, this time I paid attention to what sorts of things are being offered. And of course, you'll see cotton candy. You'll um, see caramel apples, which are my absolute favorite. I mean, you can say caramel apples or caramel apples. Um, There are a lot of Mexicans living in the area. My particular fair, you see a lot of churros, right, or uh, Mexican food. There's food from every country, actually. I think there's a lot of Greek food and uh, German food and who knows what. Uh, Corn dogs, which are 
hot dogs, except instead of a bun on the outside, they're dipped in batter. The dog itself, the the hot dog, the the sausage is dipped in batter and then deep fried, which I love. So good. (laughs) Um, There's deep fried Oreos and everything's deep fried. Um, You can get popcorn, caramel corn, and of course, funnel cakes. And funnel cakes are great. It's uh, batter. Like imagine batter is this sort of liquid that you use to make pancakes, except it's dropped or drizzled into boiling oil. And so it comes out, it's deep fried, right? And it looks like sort of spaghetti, a spaghetti um, sort of pastry. And they put powdered sugar on top. It's very delicious. Yeah, so on to the demolition derby. So to demolish something means to destruct it, right? To knock it down, to pull it down, tear it down, to clear it out, right? So you can imagine in a city where there's a house that hasn't been lived in for, let's say, a hundred (laughs) years, the city might come in and demolish the building. They bulldoze it. They get it out. They They destruct it. They knock it down. And a demolition derby is a place where cars and trucks demolish each other. (laughs) So they crash into each other, they run into each other, and they basically ruin each other's vehicles. And this is actually part of American culture that uh, I didn't really know too much about until last year when I went to the county fair and found out that this is an event at most county fairs here. And uh, what happens is I would say mostly men (laughs) um, apply to ride in a vehicle, either a car or in a truck, and they take part in this event where they crash into other vehicles. So on Friday night, the time that we went, there were 1980s trucks and 1980s cars. And the, the, the vehicles themselves are painted usually with bright numbers, like their, their specific number on the passenger door and on the driver's door so that um, others do not run in to that area. I guess it's forbidden to ride into the driver's door or the passenger door. The windows are taken out of all of the vehicles because of course, as you can imagine, if you crash into another car, the glass from the windshield, which is the glass in front, or from the windows, which are on the side, can shatter. So when something shatters, it breaks into a million little pieces. For example, if I drop my cup of water, my glass of water, the glass might break into many pieces. It might shatter. Of course, if glass shatters, it's a safety hazard. It's very dangerous for the driver. And so all of the glass is taken out of these cars. And um, in order to protect these cars a little bit more, um, before the event begins, the dirt on the ground is watered down. So they spray water over all of the dirt so that um, the cars go at a slower speed. Because you can imagine if cars were running into each other at 80 miles an hour, that would be a pretty big disaster. (laughs) So there are some ways that people go out or are eliminated from this competition. Sometimes maybe one truck might lose a wheel, for example, 
and they can't move anymore. A lot of trucks are still able to run <laughs> without a wheel. Um, sometimes the truck might catch on fire, you know, on the front, and so they can't go any longer, and the, the driver has to pull down his stick to indicate that he's finished. Uh, sometimes two trucks might block one another. Maybe a truck gets stuck behind another vehicle and it can't move and it's forced to quit. Other times, maybe there's, uh, well, on the sides of the arena, there's also a concrete barrier and there's two dirt barriers. And sometimes the trucks are pushed up over the dirt to a point where they can't move. And so, yeah, that's kind of unfortunate, I think, for those ones because their truck is still fine, their car is still fine, but they can no longer move. Um, and so it continues until the last car is running, until the last man is standing, we might say, and then that person wins a prize. So I think the prize this year was for $20,000, just crazy. So in any case, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. I guess uh, this is sort of a competition that goes on in a lot of different places now. I realize that this is an event that takes place at the county fairs in in some places in Australia and also in some places in Canada. So the Demolition Derby, you got to check it out if you ever go to one of these fairs. And once again, it's not something that I would say I relate to. <laughs> it's not part of the American culture that I relate to. And I shouldn't actually say the American culture because there are so many types of of culture in the United States. And of course, one individual can't relate to all of them. But I think every now and then it's interesting <laughs> uh, to just take part in it, you know, to see it, to experience it. And I think, um, yeah, I would encourage you to do the same if you are in the United States, because you might be surprised. It, it ended up being really fun for me. So I think it could also be for you. Um, so that's it for this episode today. If you're interested in getting the transcript for this, um, in the transcripts, I also highlight a lot of the words. There's a lot of bonus material also if you want to join the American English classroom with videos where I give further instruction on some of the collocations, slang words used in my chat, and uh, so much more. So yeah, check that out at AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. And uh, also, if you want to go to my Instagram at AmericanEnglishPodcast, then you'll see an image for this week of the Demolition Derby to see what that's actually like in practice. Also, um, right at the end, as I mentioned before, I will be playing a certain Asia song from my husband, right? Because Sertanejo is common at the county fairs in Brazil. And it's also something we're pretty proud about right now. And the song I will be playing is by Luan Santana. It's called A or A in English. And this is more of a pop version of a Sertanejo singer. So um, listen, if you're interested, practice your Portuguese. <laughs> and until next time, bye. Tá em dúvida, não sabe se é normal gostar de dois. Tá entre o que é e o que já foi. Vou te ajudar a decidir agora. Hum. Vamos lá, suponha que eu sou A e ele é o B. Que assim vai ser mais fácil de entender. Vou começar agora com as perguntas. 
Quem te leva ao céu Se te tirar do colchão Quem te leva ao céu 